Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. This one's kind of fun. <laughs> um, I really love this new moon. Um, I love the breakthrough energy of this new moon. I also love the kind of fierce grace that's coming with this moon, the real truth bombing energy, but it's with like deep, sacred, feminine love. And I go into the kind of three dark goddess energies that are really supporting in a big way um, this particular new moon. Also, we go into some different practices. We get a little weird. (laughs) It's about some of this energy is really about owning our weirdness, you know, owning our black sheepness, owning our uniqueness. And uh, we, get, we get a little wild. It's also a little playful, right? It's a Leo new moon, so it's playful. We, I end up giving an analogy about a dominatrix in leather. Like, what? Um, but it's fun. It's fun. So look out for that. Just know it's all in, all in good fun. <laughs> Just another way to evolution is through play. It's through play it actually can be really, really powerful, especially under a Leo new moon. Um, play I have learned over the years that playfulness can be ridiculously healing I was literally talking to a doctor last week and she goes well you know laughter is the best medicine and she's like 75 year old beautiful elder like wildly dark goddessy truth bombing kind of a woman you know totally works outside of social norms in the most beautiful glorious way and it was just like yeah like someone in our medical system has been in the medical system for decades and she's just like after is the best medicine and so there's this playfulness to leo and so you know if there's something i can you know kind of weave in as our little extra something here in the audio version of the episode it's um can we can we loosen up a little bit can we like get a little bit playful. Like I tell this story about I got stung by a bunch of bees yesterday and I'm in the urgent care getting shot up with like adrenaline and Benadryl because I had this allergic reaction and couldn't breathe. But amidst all of it, it was still just like, wow, this is, this is a fun roller coaster. You know, it's like, it's like the things that even seemingly could be so treacherous, it can be playful, you know? It can... We can look at life from this place of, it's our playground, and we're kind of just making the whole thing up. Like, now I know that I'm going off into high-level mystical, you know, we're just making it up. And But there is a bit of that. You know, there's also this, like, high-level mystical vantage point that's coming in with all the energy that's here is just this, if we can step out like get out of the daily grind the you know blinders on kind of a way of seeing things and looking at things and just look from a soul standpoint like like your spirit standpoint like your high spirit self looking down in you and this is kind of how it felt yesterday in this urgent care like like my high spirit self just looking down at me going like 
this is so perfect. This is exactly what Mother Nature needed to deliver to you to put you back into harmony. This is so perfect and it's going to work so quickly. And it did. I feel better today than I have in probably two weeks. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, But just this like threw me back into alignment. And this new moon, I talk more about this it was just after I started to feel into this new moon energy. And when I do that, I start to embody it, right? And my life starts to like play out the new moon <laughs> energy. Um, but it has this capacity to just really bring us back into alignment with our true self, true nature, our deep core essence. It's really, really beautiful if we can make space and just kind of hold that intention for it. So my gosh, I just, um, I just wish you so many blessings um, and playfulness and love and alignment um, for this new moon. All right, enough, enough of me. Uh, maybe one last tiny little detail. We're going to get the Ibiza retreat, that in-person retreat that's coming up in November. We'll get those details out um, probably this week. So if you're interested in that, I would say hop on the newsletter. Um, that's always the first place that we announce things. It's always the first place we announce anything. So even um, cool free stuff that we've got coming up, uh, we do have some cool stuff being cooked up. Um, Some challenges, some online challenges that we're going to do. Ibiza will be the only in-person event for the rest of this year, though. I I can be super real about that, just given our schedule and all the different programs we're holding right now. But All right, that's enough of me rambling on. Um, Happy new moon and enjoy the episode. New moon in Leo on August 16th, 2023. This is intense. (laughs) It's intensely beautiful. It's breakthrough. So if I had to give you a couple of themes to feel into in this new moon before we like dive into the guts of it and give you some really good, solid, tangible things to work with, The themes that I would say would be breaking through, um, would be weirdly foundation setting for new ways, new ways of being in relationship, new ways of working in the world, new ways of being in yourself, new ways of loving self, new ways of expressing your heart. Uh, So first theme would be breaking through into the new. Second theme would be foundations to support the breaking through into the new. Like how good is that, that we have both of those sitting in the same new moon? That's great. Uh, I'll talk about why that is in a minute. And then if there was one other theme, oh my gosh, distilling this down is so hard. One other theme, it would be, I got to say it, it would be fierce feminine, like fierce feminine. Um, What is the feminine in you? Like love. Let's just call it love for this conversation. It's many more things than that. But what what would love in you, <laughs> what is love trying to tell you? What is the love in you wanting to create in your life? Like what are the mm, relationships? What are the foundations? What are the things in life that love is calling you toward or pushing you away from? That's a really good question. Like what is love calling me toward and what is love pushing me away from? That's a really good one. Um, That's partially this Venus retrograde, right? This Venus is retrograding, perfectly conjuncting the Kali, Kali, dark goddess, ego slayer, perfect conjunction on the new moon. That's awesome. (laughs) It's intense. It's intense, but it's awesome. And I'll I'll talk a little bit more about that, but that's part of that like fierce feminine, right? That's part of that, you know, like, can we let love 
move us. Like the truth of love, fierce love, truth love, authentic, full, big, wild, uninhibited love. Can we let that move us? Like the wisdom of love, right? That unconditional high level love. I'm not talking like love with conditions. I'll love you if then, all that crap. This is like high level love and letting that, it's almost like letting high level love move you. It's a great meditation you could do is just invite high level love in, right? High level love. Tapping into the goddess is really good for that. Like high level love. You invite high level love in and it's literally, you just feel like, what am I being moved toward? Am I being moved toward this area of my business? Am I being moved to deepen into this relationship? Am I being moved to withdraw? Am I being moved to move back inside of myself and have an internal moment? That's maybe practice number one, like embodiment practice number one that you could feel into doing for this new moon is that where does love want to move me? Okay, what I wanna do in this video with you. Um, those are the themes and the first kind of practice that you could feel into if that serves or not for this particular moon. The other things that I'd love to share with you in this conversation are, I'll go through the astrological themes. I always do this if you're new. I always aim to do this as kind of like a life's cheat sheet, right? Um, ways that you get insights into things that you might not have gotten insights into. Um, ways of preparing for something or like holding intention for something or aha moments. I think a lot of, I hear this a lot in the comments is there's a lot of aha moments. So. Let this touch you in the way it touches you. For me, astrology is very embodied. It's really um, the flavor that's kind of coming through this conversation is the flavor that's happening in the skies, right? The way that I do this is a very embodied way. It's very much, I just kind of, I don't know, this sounds crazy, but it's how it feels for me. It's like I become the energetics of this new moon. You want to hear something crazy? <clears throat> this is wild. This has to do with a little bit of fierce feminine, fierce feminine, like mother nature, just going whoosh. So yesterday I'm embodying this new moon energy, right? I start to feel into it. I start to look at charts. I start to like meditate on this new moon energy. What happens to me? I feel in myself, this is like that true authentic self, like where is love moving you to, right? I'll just give you this great example. It might help. So I feel this, I'm like, I'm out of balance. Like I'm out of rhythm. The way that I'm normally in rhythm with mother nature and rhythm with my body, like I'm, I'm, I'm out and I can feel it. Now, when I'm out, I can get stung by bees. It's just this thing that's happened to me for years and years and years and years. It's just a thing or like mother nature will do something, right? Like I'll get whacked in the face by a tree branch while walking. Like something weird in nature will just like snap me out of this out of balance thing. So I'm, I'm thinking that I'm like, gosh, I could get stung by bees. I get stung by multiple bees yesterday right after feeling into this new moon energy. Um, so to me, it's a little bit of the unexpected. So what does this story kind of show? A little bit of the unexpected. Uranus is square to this new moon. Expect the unexpected, like out of nowhere. These bees came up out of the ground in a place that I normally don't walk, but what the heck, there's just bees everywhere. So expecting the unexpected but it's almost like a wake-up call. So Uranus also brings a wake-up call, like wake up to your true self. That's kind of what Uranus is saying with the new moon in Leo. New moon in Leo, Leo energy is all about authentic self. 
you shining your true self. Like, heck yeah, what a great, beautiful new moon, right? To have lit up in ourselves. Like, it's literally like this new chapter, new seeds planting, new beginning with Uranus, like awakening, right? Uranus, just like lightning bolt awakening of maybe you need to get stung by bees, maybe you need to get smacked in the face by a branch, right? Whatever it is, to wake up to yourself. It's like a wake up to yourself kind of new moon so that you can deepen into what it is that makes you shine. It's also a new moon to bring courage, to bring courage for you to step into more of your, we'll call it weirdness, right? More of your um, black sheep, right? More of your, this is like, let it be not just uniqueness, because unique is like, oh, unique, I love it. But like black sheep, like black sheep, weird, you know, like the things that you're afraid to express about yourself, that's kind of what this new moon is pushing us towards, especially with all this dark goddess stuff going on, right? Especially with all this dark, which is just pointing at oppressed parts of self, pointing at what have you oppressed or stuffed down or repressed about you. So maybe feeling into that, this is another really great practice, just a reflective practice of like, what parts of myself do I feel are really weird? And do I feel like I can find more freedom to express them? There's a lot of freedom in this moon as well. So it's giving us, it's inviting us, encouraging us to feel free in self-expression, to feel free to be the black sheep that we are, to like step into a more liberated expression of what we love. So it's also heartfelt, it's heart-based. Um, Leo energy is lion, it's heart-based, right? It's big lion-heartedness. Venus in retrograde conjunct Kali, that is lighting up the heart like it's nobody's business. What's in your heart? What's true to your heart? Um, here's a weird one. What scars does your heart hold that are preventing you from the greatest love of your life? And the greatest love of your life does not have to be another human being. It doesn't have to be an intimate relationship. It can be. But all the greatest loves. What scars? So now we're starting to get into the healing part of this moon. There's a big component of healing. Chiron, wounded healer, ridiculously lit up during this new moon cycle and kind of the whole month of August, but definitely during this new moon is Chiron. Um, that would be something that you would want to check in your birth chart. If you don't know where your Chiron is, this can be really insightful. So this, I would say, is maybe practice number three of suggested practices for this new moon is look at where Chiron is in your chart, run your birth chart and just look up which sign and which house Chiron is in. If you don't know how to run your birth chart, there's a free masterclass and there's a way to run your birth chart for free. I take you through this little tutorial thing um, where you can run your birth chart. You can look where Chiron is. You will find the house and the sign that Chiron is in. It could be very, very worthwhile to look that up and just do some Google searching. So for me, it's Chiron in the sixth house. So I would look up Chiron in the sixth house. I think Chiron in Taurus in the sixth house is me, so, which is interesting. Sorry, it's just something was like, wow, that's, that's a little crazy to me. <laughs> um, but 
feeling into, you know, you just do a little bit of a Google search, Chiron in this house, Chiron in this sign, and then you can kind of dig into some of the insights. And of course, take everything with a grain of salt. There's a lot of crap out there, right? So just really let things ping you and what resonates what's there for you. That could be really insightful and you might be blown away by the things that are being lit up, have been getting lit up because Chiron's been lit up for a little while now before this new moon and will continue to do so. Um, you might be really surprised like, oh my gosh, this is my, this is my Chiron. This is my Chiron wounding. This is amazing. This is a real destined point to work with in your chart. It's a real, karmic fated kind of a point to work with it's beautiful uh, lots and lots and lots and lots in chiron we'll link you to a chiron meditation um, there's a chiron meditation that i did that's on youtube um, so you can find that too if you want to do a little bit of a meditation around the chiron but i would look up your chiron first so go run the birth chart do some insights on that get some chiron information and then take that chiron information into that new moon medit or into that Chiron meditation, that that could be really powerful. Okay, uh, let's move on. So that's kind of the healing part of of this new moon. Let's go back to just feeling into Leo. So let's go look at the new moon. So new moon is when the sun and the moon are together. They're together in Leo. They are one degree off of Black Moon Lilith. Hmm. Lilith, hmm, ferocious dark goddess, hmm, demon, what can we call her, lover, we could call her a demon lover, um, demander of equality, we could call Lilith, um, sexual liberation, uh, we could lean into Lilith for that, uh, Lilith in the myth is the First feminine came before Eve. She was the one that refused to be subservient, right? There's, there's a lot in Lilith. Um, I've got some Lilith videos too, if you're like, okay, I need more on this. There's a lot. We've done a lot of different um, Lilith podcast episodes, so we'll link some of that too if that feels like a good resource for you. But let's talk about this new moon and how Lilith is influencing this new moon in Leo. So if new moon in Leo is about a new chapter and it's about this heart-based, authentic expression, shine your light, right? That's the Leo. If it's about that and we have this fierce truth demanding goddess, liberation with a mix of sexuality, like we can't really talk about Lilith without bringing in sexuality. So it's almost like this bringing in additional juice and like, it's like she comes in as like a dominatrix. We can think of it like that. You know, she comes in and she's got like the black leather on and she's got you like tied up and bent over and she's like, you know, with the whip and she's like, tell me what you want, you know, like, tell me what your deep truth is. Tell me what you're here for. Tell me what lights you up. Tell me what makes you passionate, right? That's, that's one way we could look at this new moon. <laughs> that could potentially be another practice, 
maybe we'll make that practice number four. Lilith dominatrix, whether you're doing that in a meditation or you can role play that. I don't know. Some of us could potentially role play that stuff, but just for a little bit of fun. Leo is also fun, right? Like Leo is joy. Leo is fun. Leo is like playful. You want to also think playful. And so if you could just embody and embrace the playful, there's like a silliness that can be, that can come with Leo, right? So it's like playful and to be playful and let the play be what heals, right? Let the play be what awakens the playfulness. It can be fun and joyful and playful, right? Like that could be the most powerful spiritual practice for you. That could turn out to be the most powerful, most healing, most awakening practice for you is just Lilith in leather with a whip. <laughs> like she, she will get you there, right? She will get you into your truth. She will get you into your highest potentials. She will take you to the inner radiance that is you. Like this is who you are. Stop. Stop pretending that you're a sheep in the flock. Stop. Stop pretending you're this. That's something else to feel into. Maybe we'll say that's practice five. Stop pretending, right? If someone were to just be in your face, like truth bombing you with love, right? These dark goddesses, they come with love, but it's love for your truth, love for your soul, love for your greatness, not love for your masks and your falseness and your wounds and your, you know, lies and all that other crap. And it's not love for that. They blow you up for those things and they love the deeper truth out of you. Right. And so if it's this like love, this fierce goddess love, which is painted all over this new moon, we'll talk more about who else is up in the mix. But if it's this love and she's like, stop pretending that you like this. Stop pretending that this is okay. Right. That's another part of this moon is like, it's not just what's okay. It's not just, man, this is working. No, this should be great. Like it's not settling. This new moon is also telling us you don't have to settle. You don't have to settle for vanilla when you want a fucking banana split. Go get a banana split. You don't have to settle. So really and truly like getting wild with this thing and getting okay with blowing up the box, right? We don't have to settle. You don't, you don't have to settle. It doesn't have to just like, well, this is enough. When inside you're secretly like longing, right? You're longing for more love or you're longing for more connection or you're longing for more purpose or more meaning or you're just longing for more aliveness, right? This is a moon about what is it that makes you come alive? What is it? And it can be as weird as you want it to. It could be dominatrix Lilith makes you come alive, right? Like fucking own it. Yes. That's beautiful, right? When it's hard aligned and it's divine aligned, it's sacred as hell. Yes, dominatrix Lil, do it, right? It's, it's full acceptance, like uniqueness to the next level, right? Of just like accepting and loving what it is that lights us up, right? If you can't tell, I love this new moon. Potentially my favorite new moon of 2023. So far of all the new moon videos, or I mean all the new moons I've looked at, which has been every one of 2023, this is my favorite one by far. Favorite, favorite. Of course I got stung by a bunch of bees while feeling into it. I mean, that's how much I love it, right? Mother Nature was like, and we're gonna put an exclamation point on that, right? We're gonna really light you up, Sabrina. Um, okay, 
let's talk a little bit more about this fierce grace and the dark goddesses that are kind of mixed in in this chart. So Eris, we have on the north node. North and south nodes, these nodes of fate, we've been talking about these for a while. I just don't want us to forget about them. Pluto is squaring them. That's the dark masculine. That's like fierce grace coming from the masculine side of things. So masculine side of things, fierce grace, you want to think consciousness blasting you. If you haven't done any work around dark masculine, or you're like, what the heck is that? We just did a podcast on it. Last week's podcast was on dark masculine. Go watch it. And if you don't know anything about the dark goddesses or the dark feminine, we did a podcast on that two weeks ago. Go watch that one. We'll put links up here, right? There's a dark feminine and a dark masculine. They're both one, the dark masculine brings in consciousness. It's like, I will bring consciousness to the hidden in you, right? Dark masculine. I'm bringing consciousness into the hidden, into the dark, right? Into that which you cannot see. Stunning, glorious, beautiful. There's a whole lot more to it, but that's just a quick summary of it. Dark feminine. I will bring love to the hidden. I will bring aliveness to the hidden, right? That's the feminine. I will bring it alive. I will bring the skeletons in the closet alive. So the skeletons in the closet no longer puppeteer you around unconsciously through your life or block you from the things that you really want. Both of these forces are all about... Um, us integrating our shadows, us integrating more of our oppressed or repressed parts of self. How good is that for this Leo new moon? All of this is about this authentic self-expression. And we've got these grace bombing, fiercely beautiful shadow workers going, and this part is you too. And this part that you feel shame around. And this part that you're embarrassed. And you are a Lilith dominatrix. Own it. Love it. Because you're going to feel a whole hell of a lot better when you stop pretending like you're not right? That's a lot of what this is about. Whew. If there's something that I can share around this is for support, right? For support, get around the people or listen to the things or read the books or join the groups, right? Where it is this like support of your true self, the support of your true self. So I'm going home to visit my family. Here's another little personal story. I'm going home to visit my family. I say to my partner, I'm like, don't let me drink the Kool-Aid. I fucking love my family. I love them. I love them. I love going home and I love visiting. But I also know that when I go home, there is the family Kool-Aid, right? <laughs> and it's not the family that I have built now. It's not my soul family, right? It's not my rewilding team. It's not my soul Anamkara friends. It's not the people who support the fuck out of my uniqueness. They support the fuck out of my family genes. And this is my family. I'm not saying this is every family. But to just be so aware of like, this is a space, these soul friends, my rewilding team, the rewilding communities that we've created, these are supportive to my authentic true self. Like they are so supportive to me shining. They are so supportive to a soul path, right? These spaces over here, old friends, old family stuff, you know, whatever the spaces are for you, they support different things. They bring different things in my life. They don't have to be, I don't need them to be what supports my black sheep, right? They can't support my black sheep. They can't. Like, they can't. They can't. They are too steeped in those energetics. They are 
who grounded in them. They are too steep. That is where they relate and they connect from, right? So this also like self-care, like sacred self-care and not asking certain groups or certain people or certain things to give us the soul nourishment that they can't. Owning it in self and taking really good care of self and going, this is where I get soul nourishment from, right? I come hang out with Sabrina on the podcast. I get soul nourishment, right? I have this Anamkara soul friend. I get soul nourishment there. Just owning it. Like, it's so okay. I love my family, but they don't have to be that for me, right? So feel into that, like, and get really real. Like, this could be practice number, what are we on, five, six? Let's say five. Maybe we have 5A and 5B now because we have two fives. Who knows? But practice number five is getting really clear. Who supports my true self? What supports my true self? Right? Does my church, if you go to church, support my true self? Does, um, I don't know, maybe you're part of Rewilding Bones, right? Like the membership monthly. Does membership support my true self? Does Bones support my true self? By the way, it's super open to anyone. So if you're like, I don't, I need some soul practices or I need like a group where I can be a fucking black sheep or I like to call us rainbow sheep. Like we're rainbow, we're all color sheep, but we're not really sheep because we're not sheep. There is no fucking following of the herd, right? It's not like that at all. It's just everything dedicated and devoted to your authentic true self-expression, right? But making this list, going back to practice 5B, really getting clear on, okay, I... (laughs) This relationship brings me this. This community brings me this. This group brings me this. This podcast brings me this. This book brings me this. This teacher brings me this. This this thing brings me this, right? And getting really clear and, and being so okay. It's like taking inventory. It's like this taking inventory on supportive to true self spaces, like true self inventory, true self supports inventory. We can call it that practice, right? That's powerful. It's just powerful to get really, really clear, really, really clear on what it is that's going to help you to shine your light, your unique light, and to be so okay with who you are because this is a moment in time that is asking you to be more and more you. It is asking you to be more and more okay with the parts of you that you're not that comfortable with yet or you're starting to get comfortable with or uncovering parts of you that you didn't know you had but they are suddenly like loud and lighting you up. Like you're starting to step into, I don't know, maybe like a little bit of your witchiness or your sorcererness or you're like medicine man or medicine woman or like shamanic stuff starting to call to you. Well, that's part of you, right? That's a part of you. And that's like waking up in you. And so starting to be like, so okay with that, or, you know, like we're holding a priestess training. That's a hard word to say. I'm a priest. I'm a priestess, right? That's a hot, that's, There's a lot that comes with that. There's a lot of social weirdness that comes with it, but there's also a lot of inner weirdness that comes with that for a lot of people, right? Is like far out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of saying that I'm like a light worker of sorts, right? (laughs) But it's not, here's the other thing about this. Be careful with this one. So this is the shadow side of Leo. Do not let the ego spiritualize itself do not let the ego get involved with this right that's the that's the flip side of this new moon and all this leo energy is it's like the over identification with something 
or the, <laughs> I always like to say it like spiritualizing the ego. You know, you're like, I'm a, I'm a shaman. And it's just like, that's so ego. <laughs> right? Like, no. So it's, it's like walking this fine line, right? It's walking this fine line of you're just really accepting of self. You're really open to it. You're getting rid of any of the shame or any of the embarrassment or any of the pain of of your unique blueprint, right back to that unique blueprint, authentic, true self, right? But it's not the overindulging of it. It's not the over-identifying with it. It's it's like a, <sighs> oh, how do I want to, I just keep getting this, you know, image of walking a tightrope. You just, you walk the tightrope. You don't want to go too far into denial of it, but you don't want to go too far into owning of it. Does that make sense? Like it's just, you just walk the tightrope, right? You almost like it's a non thing. Like, yeah, I'm a priestess. I don't know. Like there's no, there's no like triggery stuff to it. There's no like, oh, I'm a priestess. That's so fucking exciting. Look at me. I'm so special, right? But there's also no like, oh, I'm a priestess. Uh, I'm scared. And I don't want to like really talk about that. Like it's a non thing. See what I'm saying? I hope that's landing. I hope it's landing. Um, walk the path long enough, and you'll know. Uh, <laughs> you'll you'll kind of know. You'll 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 get it. There's like this. The ego just kind of lets go. It's like I don't know. I am. I'm not. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But there's no sting to it. That's that's where we want to get to with kind of all the parts of ourselves. There's like really no sting to it. There's no sting to it. Like if there's like a mystical truth that I can share with you around this new moon or something mystical to really work on something high level to work on, it's to work with the different parts of self until they hold no sting. Like there's no sting. There can be illumination or there can be aliveness that comes with that or love that comes with it, but there's no sting. There's no, there's no attachment. There's no clinging. Um, and there's also no denying right? There's just, there's, it's just this, like, if you can just kind of feel this through my body, it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's just, it is. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just I'm not triggered. It just is, you know, like, well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a, I'm just a Lilith dominatrix, you know, like that's where you want to get to with all those parts. It's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm a Lilith dominatrix. Like, so what? So what? Right? Can you feel that? That's powerful. That's a powerful place to live in self. Right? All right. Uh, let's talk more about the astrology. Let's get off of the like high-level mystical stuff and come down a little bit. Let's talk a little bit more about this healing capacity. Um, I'm just going to talk a little bit around this new moon. Sun and Venus trine Chiron, Saturn semi squares Chiron, Mars and Mercury quincunx Chiron. There's a lot of Chiron. Chiron is the healing capacity, it's wounded healer in us. Chiron is like our Achilles heel. This is why I'm saying, like, go do that master class, right? And check out where your Chiron is, feel into that, do the Chiron meditation. There's a lot of Chiron happening. Um, so it's like our Achilles heel, like the thorn in our side, but that Achilles heel or that thorn in our side, it's a great teacher. Like we, um, develop wisdom. Like I know for me, my Chiron's very body-based. It's very health-based 
And for me, because of the Chiron placement that I have in working with my Chiron, I'm able to work with my body in a way I've learned to work with my body, like healing my own body in a way that I would have never learned. I've learned about embodiment and I've learned about the different, like I can do crazy shit with my body that like, if I were to tell you, you'd be like, no, you can't do that. Like, but I can, but the only reason I can do that is because of this Achilles heel that I have because of this wound essentially this chironic wound this wounded healer but it's 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 pointed me in the direction and i've learned to work with my body i've learned to um work with my nervous system and work with blood flow and work like i can work with all these different things and have become aware of them but it's because of the chiron placement and i started doing this before i knew about chiron so i'm very curious to hear would love to hear we talk about all this stuff in the facebook group so if you ever want to like come and have a chat about what we're talking about, come and join the Facebook group. We'll put a link below, but would love to hear. I'll even put a post up, like a specific post um, to Chiron um, conversation so we can all kind of have one thread of it, but whatever. However you want to do it. You can post your own post, do whatever. It's, it's free. It's freedom there, right? Um, but uh, feeling how you've probably, if you haven't looked at your Chiron to this point, you've probably been working on this for a while, right? It's, so whether we know our Chiron or not, it's just part of our makeup. It's part of that blueprint. It's part of our destiny. It's, 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 a, it's There's a lot of insights that can come from Chiron. So I'm curious to hear about that for you. All right, let's see. Lilith on the new moon. We've talked about this. Uh, We've talked about the Uranus square. Let's talk a little bit more about this Uranus square. So Uranus is square to this new moon. Uranus is going to be big the rest of the month. Uranus goes retrograde at the end of the month. I think the 29th. Is it the 29th? I have that written somewhere. Yes. Um, so Uranus for the rest of the month, he's highlighted. Uranus is great awakener. Uh, Uranus is lightning bolt energy. Uranus is coming out of nowhere. Uranus is also Kundalini awakening. So there's this spiritual awakening that's associated with Uranus. So if you think of Kundalini awakenings, just like, like the, the typical ones that people talk about where it's like, oh my God, I had this amazing, this wild, intense Kundalini awakening. That would be a Uranus style Kundalini awakening where it's just like wild, it's intense, it's out of the blue, it's unexpected, it's like lightning bolt. And so that being square to this new moon, that's all about, so let me see. <laughs> I'm having this ridiculous imagery of Lilith dominatrix, right? So let's go back to this Lilith dominatrix, right? And you're in the room, Lilith dominatrix. She's on this new moon, right? So you've got her, you're in the room, tied up, whatever. Lilith is doing her thing. What's your truth? What's your truth? And then Uranus just comes by and lights you up, right? Like electrocutes you in the midst of Lilith demanding your truth. And Uranus just lights you up, like gives you a whole new wiring, right? Lilith is, or Uranus is the nervous system. It gives you a whole new wiring, right? So 
you've got the dominatrix, like, what is your truth? What are you here to do? What lights you up? What are you passionate about? What do you need to let go of? What, you know, what seeds are you planting? Like, what is this new destiny that you're stepping into? And then you've got Uranus who just comes by and he's like, whoosh, right? Like completely wakes up new wiring in you, completely wakes up your capacity to access deeper truths that you weren't able to access before, right? It's, that's Uranus. It's hard to talk about because it's not a mental thing. It's a nervous system thing. It's like a waking up of Kundalini. It's awakening up of psycho spiritual capacities in our body, right? It's waking up of, of our light, of our juice, of our electricity. That's how Uranus works. It's through electricity, right? Uh, and if you mix that with the heart, right? The electrical nature of the heart, the heart is electrical, right? And so if you start to feel into Whew. like the ele- this is a really powerful practice if you want to do something like this i'm not going to guide us through this right but you feel for you if this feels right but you just can work with the electrical nature of your heart and you can hold this intention of bring the electrical nature of my heart into its highest form in this moment like what is the highest newest form of my heart's electrical current, right? And then the heart's electrical current, you can allow that to pump through the rest of your body to rejuvenate the rest of your body as a way of coming into the new. I did talk about these new foundations too, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I think that's enough for Uranus and our little dominatrix scene that we got going on with Lilith and Uranus. Uh, Let me feel this one. There's two other interesting things. There's like five other interesting things. There's so much in this new moon. Let me check our time. All right, we'll just see how we flow here. Eris is on the North Node. I've already talked about this. This is what I haven't talked about. Let me talk about Eris, tiny little bit, another dark goddess. So we've talked about Lilith. That's that's Black Moon Lilith. We've talked about Kali. Kali's conjunct Venus. Venus is in retrograde. Venus is already underworld, right? Your lover goddess, your relationships, your values, your heart's desires has gone underground. (laughs) Underground. When we take an underground journey, we're literally going to deeper depths. Like we're going in to uncover and reveal the hidden. That's the underground journey. So we've got Lilith going underground. She's meeting up with Kali, ego slayer. You can feel into that. We kind of talked about that, that high mystical truth of like, no ego, no ego. Don't let your ego attach onto that. So this is almost like Venus underground meeting Kali, Kali going, that's an ego desire. This is a soul desire. This is what will really fulfill you. This is what lights you up. That shit you have on your vision board. No, society told you that that would make you happy. That is not what will make your soul happy. This, go deeper, find what makes your soul happy. That is the only fulfillment that you will ever find in this life is if you get to the depths of your soul fulfillment, your soul purposes, your soul callings, your soul gifts, what the fuck it is that your soul came here to experience and do. That's Kali meeting Venus in the underworld. Stunning. And they're perfectly conjunct on this new moon. I'm telling you, this thing has just got grace bombs written all over it. Um... Okay, so let's go back to Eris really quick just to wrap up our dark goddess, dark feminine, fierce feminine conversation. I heard these words the other day. Um, Someone was saying that they prefer to call the dark goddess deep, sacred, feminine. I love that. I love that. Deep, sacred, feminine. So when we feel in Eris, 
around deep, sacred, feminine. We feel into depth of love and I will create chaos to get you to your truth. I will create discord. I will create chaos so that you can get to your truth. I will get you to your truth faster by creating some chaos, right? She's the one who creates chaos in your life or chaos in your mind or chaos in your body, right? To get you to your truth faster, to get you to your next level of liberation. She's all about liberation. She's a warrior, right? She's a fierce, great warrior, but she's a warrior. Warrior for truth. She doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. She's like, I will create whatever kind of destruction I need to, whatever kind of chaos so that I can get you to your truth. Like deep, sacred, feminine truth I want your deep truth back to Kali conversation. I want what it is that lights up your soul. What is it that is going to fulfill you? Not your ego, not your ego. Your soul doesn't need the $10 million house on the beach. That is not going to make your soul fulfilled. What is it? Get real, right? That's, that's these dark goddesses. Like what? That's great love. That's enormous love. That's deep, sacred, feminine love, right? Okay, again, you can go watch that feminine, dark feminine energy. Go watch that video. Like that's a real, there's lots of practices in there. There's lots of like activations and energy and transmissions. If you're like, I don't know, I like this. This is kind of turning me on or lighting me up in a way or like, I'm just curious or I'm fucking terrified. That can also be another doorway in is like just the like, because it's your body saying like, oh boy, we're about to shift a paradigm. A little nervous. We're about to shift a paradigm. We are about to wake up to something new. Right? We're about to have different ways of thinking about our lives. Um, so there could be that too. All right, let's keep going. Okay. Uh, talked about that here. Let's let's finish on this. Yeah, we'll finish on this one. Um, there's two. <laughs> Which one do we want to finish on? We'll finish on the stuff about the mind, how to get the most out of thoughts and the mind. We, we mostly live in the mind, so this will be a really good one to finish on. But let's talk about this, um, how I spoke at the beginning, and I mentioned a little bit throughout the video, this foundations, right? Um, we're able to break through, that's the Uranus, new moon in Leo, we're breaking through, and we're able to create foundations that support the new. What we're breaking through into, we can then create these foundations. And this is this grand trine and Mars. So Mar Mars, I want us to think about Mars for the rest of the month. Like Mars and Uranus are doing amazing things, as is Venus with her retrograde. Like there's a lot of really cool stuff continuing to go on. But here's something to kind of track um, is there's this grand trine, Mars, Pluto, Uranus. Mars, Pluto, Uranus. But the cool thing is that they're all in earth science, right? That's this grounded earthy piece. So if I talked about like fire, right? The Leo fire breaking through, but then there's all this earthiness, right? There's like this Taurus energy. There's this Virgo energy. There's like, there's this earthy groundedness. Um, so now's the time. What does this mean? Let me just translate that for us. Now's a time where we break through and we can start to get the earthy groundedness to support the breakthrough. Whatever that is, maybe it's a breakthrough in your relationship. Now it's like the earthy groundedness, you know, like, babe, we're going to do a three hour sex date every week, like three hours. All we're going to do is have sex once a week. We're going to commit to this. This is an earthy groundedness. We're creating a foundation for a really good relationship. 
by the way, that's a really cool um, practice. I actually read that on Kimonami's thing, and I was like, damn, I do that shit, and that's really good. I should suggest that to other people. It's really good. Sounds crazy, but really good. You can go check out Kimonami if you want to learn more. I don't know where I saw that. Maybe Instagram or something. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, anyways, let's see. Okay, so we'll leave that there and now we'll just dive into the mind and then I'll let y'all go um, into your practices or get on with your day or leave a comment down below, that would be cool, or hit the subscribe button or the like button or come hang out in the Facebook group or join us in Bones so that we can actually journey together or what else can we do together? There's a retreat in the Ibiza. We're doing an in-person event. I haven't announced it on our YouTube yet. This is the first time I'm announcing it. Um, it's happening in November. The first weekend in November, I don't have the page up yet, the event page up yet. The team and I were working on it. Um, I just did a little video for it. It's around priestessing. Yep, it's around <laughs> kind of that thing I was talking about earlier, but it's around your unique way of serving the world. It's really stepping into your unique way of shining your light into the world, whether that be through you know, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a facilitator, maybe you're just a creator, just a creator. Ha! Maybe you're a creator, badass creator. Maybe you're an artist. Maybe you're a mom. Maybe you're a dad. Maybe you're whatever. It doesn't matter how you bring light and channel grace and light through into the world. Don't care of the format, um, but that's what our retreat's going to be on. Supporting all you wild, beautiful priests and priestesses out there. All right, let's get to this final thing. Um, I'll get you details on that. Just stay tuned. If you want like to know about it right away, go sign up for the newsletter. Um, everyone on the newsletter gets first word on anything that's coming out. So they'll get first word on this retreat when it opens up. So just go to sabrinalynn.com. There's a newsletter thing. We'll put a link down below and I'm sure there's probably a link up here, whatever. Um, but that's the thing that I would suggest doing, right? Because not just about this Ibiza retreat, but any other events that are coming up, that's where it goes first. Any other free challenges that are coming up. So you never miss our challenges are the bomb. And we've got a big one coming up. I think, I don't know what it's going to be on. I kind of do, but I don't have good words for it to share with you yet. So it's a surprise for now, <laughs> um, but it's coming up. And we also do another big one at the start of the year. So um, whatever, if you're interested, I would love to be there with you. I would love to share all that stuff with you. All right, last final thing. Uh, Jupiter trining Mercury. This is actually practical thinking, but it's expanded practical thinking, so I like this. Jupiter kind of brings us more to that like breakthrough energy, and Mercury in Virgo. Is it Mercury in Virgo? It's got to be Mercury in Virgo. Let me just make sure. I just want to make sure that I'm not telling y'all something wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and Mercury and Virgo conjunct Mars. That's the warrior. So remember I said to watch Mars. I'll give you some of those dates in a second too, because you're going to want to watch for that. This is a good energy to lean into. Masculine warrior. Um, by the way, we talked about Mars in that last podcast, Dark Masculine. So if you're like, I want to learn more about Mars and this archetypal energy, again, link up here, link down there, go look at Dark Masculine energy for more on Mars. But um, in Virgo, it's grounded, it's practical. Virgo is actually the earth priestess. So it's grounding in, um, 
insights, inspiration, ideas, wisdom. It's stunning. It's really stunning. And Jupiter expanding the mind, breaking through, expanding bigger thought, higher thought, but the ability to ground it in and earth it in. It's stunning. So use your mind, let it go roam big, but then let it get practical and let it find ways, right? This is great energy. Like the team and I, we are bringing in so much stuff and we're really working on this foundational level because the energy supports it so, 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 so well right now. Okay, here's the Mars dates. Um, so Mars on this new moon is trining Uranus, more of that Uranus energy that we've already talked about, right? He's the new wiring in the dominatrix room with Lilith. He just like lights up that whole new wiring for us. Mars trining. <laughs> Mars is there with like his sword. So we'll put him in the room. We'll, we'll throw him in our dominatrix room. All right, so Mars is there with like sword and he's ready to go to war for you, right? So Lilith is getting your truth out of you. Uranus is lighting you up for new wiring so that you can access your new truth and embody it and embrace it and speak it, right? So then you speak it to Mars. Mars is in the room and Mars is like, got it, let's go, right? Mars is the do, Mars is the warrior, Mars is the action, right? So this is, this is really beautiful. So on the new moon, Mars trines Uranus on the 22nd. New moon is the 16th. On the 22nd, Mars is in opposition to Neptune. That's like spiritual warrior. Neptune is spiritual. Um, Mars warrior. So just think spiritual warrior. Um, higher heart. So it's like warrior of higher heart, right? It's, it can be really high level and can lean into that for practices. Like, what am I going to war for that my higher heart believes in? You know, what is it that is like grace filled spiritual warrior? Okay. And then on the 24th, Mars trines Pluto. I love that. That's power, right? Pluto's power. Pluto's power, God of the underworld. So trining, it's a good, it's a good aspect, trining Pluto. So now you've got power. So Mars is a really good archetype to work with and lean into is like that do masculine warrior side of things. All of that said, by the end of the month, we will have six planets in retrograde. Do, do, do. <laughs> That's kind of wild. Mercury goes retrograde on the 23rd. So about a week after this new moon, Mercury will go into retrograde. And we also talked about this earlier. Uranus goes retrograde on the 29th. So just to kind of, you know, um, how does that feel for me? Um, we oftentimes think that we can't get anything done in retrogrades. I think we're getting a lot done in this retrograde. I think we have the possibility of getting a lot done in this retrograde. It might not be that others can see it yet, right? It might not be that it's totally outward expression into the world that's getting done, but it's like, it's all happening, right? It's getting done in here. You're working on things in the back end, right? Like maybe your website's getting done, but it hasn't like, revealed itself so i just don't want us to get caught in this trap of you know oh gosh retrograde nothing is going to happen we're not moving forward we are in really big beautiful ways we're breaking through right and we're building but it's almost like building behind the scenes and i'm not saying you can't launch right now either right if it feels right to launch like we're going to launch abiza the abiza retreats coming out and 
it's not happening until November. So you can kind of look at it like that, like it's out, it's launched, the event doesn't happen until November, right? But you feel for you, of course, right? All of this is just your cheat sheet. It's just things for you to feel into, ways to support you in this energy. Um, my gosh, I hope this serves. I just love being here with you all. It is such an honor uh, to be able to show up for you. By the way, we're here every Thursday. We are literally committed and we have been doing it for, I don't know, a couple months now. Every Thursday, episodes coming out. Sometimes twice a week, we'll do bonus episodes that come out. But it's just beautiful to be here with you. Um, I'm always in the comments after a video for the first couple of days. So if you got something you want to share, I'd love to see you in the comments. Facebook group is another really cool place. Bones membership, I'd love to be in circle with you and actually doing practices like actually journeying into what i'm talking about um and if you're feeling super wild come to ibiza <laughs> all right so much loves you i will see you when i see you where i see you and how i see you Mwah.